Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Our federal budget and what it's likely to deliver, what it should deliver, and uh, I know our guest is not going to be unwilling to go out on a limb and tell us what it will deliver. Moshe Lander joins his economist at McGill University. His fields include business, economics, and international trade. And Moshe, how are you today? Hello. Good to talk to you. Always a pleasure to be on with you. So what are you expecting? What are the givens as far as what uh, Ms. Freeland is going to deliver on the 28th is concerned? I think we're going to hear a little bit of a discussion about uh, health care. That was uh, kind of the big accomplishment in the last few months. And so the great thing with the budget is that sometimes you get to play the greatest hits all over again. Uh, it's not new spending per se because there's already this agreement, but it's going to be presented as if this is uh, a, a major budgetary issue. Uh, we're probably also going to hear something about how to deal with inflation, and I think it's going to be very targeted uh, rather than broad measures. Inflation is coming down. I don't know that it's going to be a problem in six months, but it is a problem now. And so I think for the government to just shrug and say, I just ride this one out and we'll be good, uh, probably not the best thing to do. So maybe some targeted spending. Uh, to just try and keep some some people happy. And of course, the other thing is what they've been harping on for years, which is the environment. And uh, I, I think the uh, Inflation Act in the U.S. has maybe scared a lot of countries, Canada included, that if they don't get moving on uh, green energy and, and green initiatives, uh, they could be left in the dust. And so I, I think that they're going to start to try and lay out some sort of roadmap for for how that works. Think beyond that, maybe a little bit of a discussion of when they plan on balancing the budget, little tweaks here and there to the tax code and things like that. And uh, we should have a fun afternoon. <laughs> a fun afternoon. I like that. Uh, what uh, what would surprise you if we get a certain announcement that is not outside the realm of the possible, maybe not expected, but what would surprise you? So I, I think, you know, the government at some point has to deal with its lack of defense spending. I don't know that this is necessarily the time, but it's got to come sooner or later. They, they can't keep ignoring this. Uh, and as Russia continues to muckrake in, in Ukraine, and uh, as we're now discussing Chinese involvement in Canada's elections and just kind of global instability in general, uh, Canada has an obligation to, to fulfill some of its NATO promises. Uh, this could conceivably be the budget where they start to maybe tip their hand as to what they plan, uh, but it, but it would be within the realm of possibility, but a surprise if I heard it. Do you think this uh, this budget that we're going to hear on the 28th will have been affected by what Mr. Xi, President Xi, will have told President Putin when they visited in Moscow? I don't know that it's going to have a huge effect, right? Um, remember, Roy, like it's not like they're, they're actually working on the budget up until Wednesday. It's probably, you know, already in the can. And uh, at best, it's maybe fine-tuning the, the speaking points uh, and maybe adjusting a couple of numbers here and there. But I, I think this is mostly done. I, I don't know that that meeting is going to fundamentally change uh, Canada's security concerns. We have one of the players, uh, you know, causing trouble in Europe, and the other one is ready to cause trouble uh, in Asia. And, you know, Canada has a very large, extensive Arctic uh, that would be desirable by both countries. And so, there is a national security element here that that goes beyond just what's going on in the rest of the world. It, it could have impacts here at home uh, in the coming decades. We've spoken a lot about uh, the overall picture of the economy of this country. 
And then we've talked about what uh, the business community requires in order to continue to keep moving forward and uh, productively. Do you expect this government is going to have something for the business community that is going to be indicative of their interest in the business community and will deliver on promises, maybe maybe promises is a strong word, with any federal government, do you think they're going to deliver on expectations? If it's the clean industry, yeah, I think that they're going to be helpful in this budget. If it's the dirty part of the industry here in this country, I don't think that they're going to be offering much in the way of help other than just a warning that uh, get ready, your day is coming. Uh, you, you know, we've talked about uh, electric vehicles, batteries. There's that uh, big factory that's going to be uh, built in, in St. Thomas, just south of London. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, critical minerals and things like that. that. That stuff is all kind of important in the story here. Um, I, I think what the Canadian business industry more than anything needs right now is merely just clarity and, and some idea of where they stand and what to expect, right? They don't want any surprises. Uh, the last three years have been nothing but mostly beyond the control of the government. But I, I think if nothing else, if they can just outline, we don't plan on disrupting anything, uh, that in itself could be just a huge boost to business. What's the most productive move the government can make? Um, no new taxes. Uh, I, I'm going to go all George Bush on you here. Um, you I like, I like the sound of no new taxes. Uh, yeah. I, I think a lot of people would at this point. And, and, and I think that if they can say that we can work within our existing means right now, we don't need to broaden, uh, taxes out. We don't need to talk about changing anything fundamentally. We don't need to look at going after the wealthy or trying to take some sort of estate grab and things like that. If they can keep just the existing status quo, uh, you know, again, that's the type of clarity that keeps people calm. There is the possibility that a recession could be coming later this year. And, and so level-headedness is, is extremely valuable at this point. And, and if the government can show that they remain confident and level-headed, uh, that, that speaks volumes. So if we, uh, if we look at the agreement that the Liberals have with the New Democrats, and I spoke with uh, Jagmeet Singh about that on the air two weeks ago, and we've played back various parts of that interview on a couple of occasions since then, do you think that that agreement and uh, what is implied and what is essentially promised, is it going to play a major part in, in the budget on the 28th, or is it just going to be a, an outlier no, I, you, you need to have the NDP support in order to, to maintain your role in government here. And so since, you know, the budget is always kind of a, an up and down confidence motion as well, uh, I, I think that you're going to see some of the NDP paw prints on this thing. The problem, of course, is that the NDP fundamentally will always want more spending, any spending. Uh, but the problem is that when we're talking about that inflation might be finally being wrestled under control, you have this competing interest that if you do spend, you could be a source of inflation yourself, necessitating higher interest rates by an independent central bank. So I, I think that the Trudeau government has a very fine line to walk here where they do need to satisfy some of those NDP requirements uh, to maintain their support and some spending might be necessary. Uh, but I, I think that it has to be targeted then. Try and appeal to the NDP's key constituents to allow them to say, we got something for you. But don't create such a huge level of spending uh, that it that it leaves uh, an inflationary imprint on this country. 
So can you summarize for me then what you think we're going to be hearing on the 28th when, when the... Uh, when we all get together and we all start to discuss whether it's on the airwaves, whether it's in the halls of power in, in, in Ottawa or provincial capitals, uh, what, what are we going to come away with? What do you expect? So I think that we're going to hear a lot of confidence. Um, the, the best way to minimize the damage of a recession is to be confident. If you, if you get all negative, that just makes a recession much likelier and much deeper. So, uh, you know, the government's going to present that the deficit is smaller than what they had anticipated, even back in November. Uh, they're going to show that they have a vision for what Canada should look like with a cleaner initiative. They're going to show that they are a compassionate government. They're ready to help people that are most in need and affected by inflation. Uh, they stand ready with uh, dry powder to jump in uh, if the economy does go into recession. And so they're going to try and present this idea that they're in control, they're confident that Canada is strong, and it's ready to meet its future needs for the environment and its role within the world. Uh, and I think at the end of the day, what we're going to be left with is that the major announcement of healthcare spending has already been made. So other than kind of that recap and other than maybe a few targeted measures, it's really going to be a lot of the status quo then uh, to just try and get through and see what things look like in six months time, uh, whether we are in fact in a recession or not. All right. Moshe, what about the, uh, what about the reality that we're living with now as far as our economy is concerned and our economic opportunities and responsibilities uh, are concerned. Uh, how, how's this all going to play into, uh, into the picture? Because not too far down the road, there's another fairly regular event called an election. Yeah, you know, I was, I was looking, Roy, at some data um, last week, two weeks ago. One of the things that had me concerned was the size of government spending in this country has almost doubled in a decade. And a lot of that is not because of COVID. Um, at, at some point, we're starting to reach a, a natural limit of just how big the government can be and how much we can expect it to do. Um, you know, I, I, I think that the worrying exercise now is that uh, in the lead up to an election, uh, you're certainly going to hear from the conservatives that they want to shrink the government. And that might not be an unreasonable thing. Um, but I, I think, of course, the NDP wants to expand the government and the liberals are going to get pinched here as they approach an election as to how do they want to approach the government and what it does, um, depending on which side they fall out on is probably going to dictate to some extent their electoral prospects in that upcoming election. So, uh, you know, I, I think that they can't grow indefinitely and they do have some major issues coming up. Like I said, defense is one of them. Uh, that healthcare cost, of course, is never going to get smaller as society ages. Uh, and there's a massive amount of infrastructure to hold this big country together that needs to be addressed at some point. Uh, so with all of these big spending initiatives, uh, at some point, the government's going to have to really take a hard look at what else is it going to be able to afford uh, without raising taxes on Canadians and meet its obligations to Canadians. You know, it's true. You say they're going to have to take a look at and see what they can afford. And uh, people know on an individual basis, on a family basis, they know how difficult it is to make uh, ends meet. And they know how difficult it is to meet budgetary ex expectations, whether it's family or, or individually. So there's this um, right in my own living room aspect to the budget. And then there's the big picture aspect to this budget. So when it comes to the budget's release. Do you think that uh, Canadians are going to, by and large, and let's not take politics out of the picture here, do you think that Canadians, by and large, are going to feel confident, going to feel that something positive was done by the Trudeau government, 
as far as the federal budget is concerned, or do you think that they're going to exercise or engage in another exercise of shooting yourself in the foot is concerned? You know, I think that there's maybe a a general fatigue with uh, the liberal government that we're starting to reach in Canada. So, you know, unless they make some sort of major announcement, we're going to balance the budget in the next couple of years, or we're going to reduce the GST, or, you know, we're going to do something that, that really grabs a headline. I, I think there's an element of, uh, you know, in the five minute summary that'll be at the top of any newscast after the budget, it's going to be, am I expecting a check in the mail in the next six months? No, then really there's nothing in the budget that affects me at the, the micro level. And mm-hmm. I, I think that a lot of Canadians are going to walk away feeling that uh, the, the budget will have failed to deliver uh, on their micro level concerns, right? It's how do I get through the next six months? Uh, how am I going to deal with these higher interest rates? How am I going to make sure that I keep my home? How am I going to make sure that I keep food on the table uh, and not experience double digit increases? And, and the budget is not designed for and will not deliver on any of those issues. So I, I think that missing that grand announcement, Canadians are just going to shrug and say that they missed an opportunity here, not realizing what really should have been done, could have been done or, or, or needed to be done. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.